everybody. It's Believe Sports Business, Sports Media, also heard on pod clips around the world. I'm Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at AOA.com, sportsfred at AOA.com. Art Soros, Galaxy Sports with us. Laura Snoke, a good friend from many, many years ago, uh, attorney Laura Snoke with us, a big Dodger fan. And uh, Laura, so what do you think about the Dodgers 6-0 streak at home? I think it's great. I mean, I was really kind of frustrated in the early part of the season. Um, I think, um, you know, I I think the relief pitchers are having, I I haven't read this anywhere. This is just my own opinion, but I think the the bullpen pitchers are having more trouble with the pitch clock than with the starters because the starters are kind of used to getting into a rhythm and pitching at, at a certain pace and at least, Certainly the Dodgers starters don't seem to have any problems, but the bullpen, especially Vessia, because he used to like to walk around and do his little pacing. And he, I mean, for him to go from, he had a great season last year to being optioned yesterday, he got optioned. So, um, but I think they're settling in. Um, I like the two rookies. I like Outman and Vargas. I think they're playing pretty well. Um, especially Outman. He's, I like his attitude. How about, Matt, how about Max Muncy leading the national league in home runs? Uh, yeah. With errors at third. <laughs> and he, plus he had you the golden glove. You guys know I'm not a big Mac. No, I know. But what I'm saying is he also had the platinum sombrero just two weeks ago where he struck out in five straight appearances. <laughs> Grand slam. I'm on, not uh, a big fan. Grand I'm not a big fan. Muncy fan. I mean, well, defensively, he can't he can't play at a major. Isn't he a first baseman, you guys? At best, for a DH. Well, he was a first baseman, but we've got a gold glove at first baseman at first base. So, where what are we going to? I I I don't know. Don't they have the DH in the NL? Put him at DH. Save everybody. (laughs) But then Martinez can't play, and they spend ten million dollars on Laura. Let me ask you a question. Cody uh, Bellinger's hitting over three hundred. He's uh, right now. He'd be in the running for uh, MVP the first month. Lots of, of home runs. How do you feel about the fact that Cody is not playing for the Dodgers? I I'm I'm upset about that. I like Cody Bellinger. I thought they should have kept him. I think he was such a valuable player in the outfield, and and it takes you know he had some bad injuries. It takes a couple of years to recover, and he looks like he's gotten his swing back, and he's a great guy. Um, I, I would have traded Muncie before I would have traded Bellinger. <laughs> you know what's sad about sports, you guys? It's what have you done lately? Yeah. And I mean, the guy was right. the MVP just, you know, four years ago. And he did. I mean, when he when he hit that shoulder, when they won the world championship, that, that affected him drastically. Look at Milwaukee Bucks. They go from a world championship. They get a new just owner. Firing their coach. Yeah, they fire they their coach. They fire their coach. Yeah, they fire the guy that won the, the world year, title. Yeah, and not only that, but did he have anything to do with Giannis's injury? I don't think so. <laughs> no, but don't you think? Don't you think that UCLA's Mick Cronin would make a great coach with the Bucks? For Milwaukee, you just want about a Westwood. Yeah, I got that. Don't you think? You know make- speaking of speaking of Giannis, did you did you hear that his press conference about failure and? I, I just thought that was so great, what the way he so said smart, it. Laura, He's but I thought it was just kid. such a great, um, such a great statement about sports that you know, at the end of the day, there's only one team or one guy or one woman who's standing, and it doesn't mean that the whole season's a failure. I mean, I just, 
I, I just thought it was, and it, it was a lesson in life too. You yes, know, it that, was. And that, and that's what's so great about sports too is that um, that good athletes have to learn how to accept losing, because at the end of the day, you lose more than you win. You know, if you think about if you think about championships or you know tournament victories as being the, as being wins. Laura, do you realize what a big weekend this is going to be for women in hats? You've got the, you know, the, the happening in England with the, the king getting coronated. Women are going to be wearing their hats. You've got the Kentucky Derby tomorrow where they all put the hats on. I mean, what are your thoughts on the Kentucky Derby? Do you like the Kentucky I Derby? I, no, I, you know what? I don't like horse racing. I think it should be outlawed. I think it's a, I five think it's horses. I think it's animal abuse. Five horses. Animal abuse. Yeah. But hear me. Five I, I, horses died in the last I know. five days. It's, it's, in, I think it's animal abuse. At church of it's an, And the only thing that's keeping it going is gambling. Once again. Lori, Lori, there we go. I, Lori and I went to the same school. Um, I would schedule my classes around going to Santa Anita and Hollywood Park. That's how much I loved horses. You and me both, Fred. <laughs> I, I, I take a class at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. I don't hold it against you, Fred. And then I bring Sam Donato or somebody or a good friend uh, to Santa Anita or Hollywood Park with me. And then I would take a night class. That's how much I loved horse racing. Then I discovered what you guys are talking about, how many horses are treated poorly, how many horses die on the for no it's reason. Euthanization or whatever they call it. Yeah. yeah it's they're like, they're Can't they let the horse go out in the pasture and just, you know, hang out for a while? I mean. But yeah. we've had 149 years of the Kentucky Derby. You have any art? Have you followed it this, this year? Close I enough? have. I have. Um, what do you like? I think it's, think it's going to be real tough to beat Forte. I mean, I think Forte is the, the, the class of the race. I think the Japanese horse, if he can get out early, but seventeenth position yeah. has never won a Kentucky yeah. Derby. Yeah, wow, that's a bizarre statistic. But they say this? this is. Go ahead. No, I was going to say it's really interesting from this perspective. Obviously, the one post position doesn't win often because obviously, uh, unless you have tremendous, they get boxed speed, in. They got yeah. boxed in. Yeah. But the three position has had very few winners, and you figure, hey, they they would have a lot more than uh, than they have. Art said the seventeen has never. One and you know, and that horse goes to the front. So now, if he's going to go to the front, he's going to have to run a lot of extra yardage to go on the outside. They say about thirty-five or forty extra yards to, yeah, to so kind of cut back in there. That's going to be interesting. Uh, the five horse, of course, uh, uh, I think has a shot. You'll be the, probably the second choice. Uh, uh, like about five or six to one. I think even less than that. I, honestly, I think tap it, tap it, uh, is tap it twice about? or twice. Yeah. For the, I think that that horse might go off at three to one. The favorite's going to go off at six to five. So you got to find some kind of a long shot. And uh, for I like half, this horse, Mage. Mage is a 20, 20 to one shot. That's a, that's one I was thinking about. Or Angel Angel of Empire nine to one. Yeah, that's it's a hard. It's a lot of horses, 20 horses. What about 10, uh, the pra Practical Magic? Uh, I like well, that. Well-bred. Well uh, so that one's got a shot, I think. If you're going to super effective, I would do 5, 10, 15, and 17 and try for the best. I don't know, but again, I agree with both of you as far as, in fact, I, I've been screaming about this for years, uh, the, the, the outrage about uh, horses dying on the track or getting hurt on the track and things like that. 
uh, you know, it's it's not right. Okay. How many of the Baffert horses are running in the race, even though he's not allowed to be there? Three or four under different yeah. trainers. Next year, so we got Pletcher, Pletcher, and Baffert horses. That's a pretty good way to go if you're really thinking about throwing a Sheckler two down. Um, let's talk a little wagering here. Uh, Laura Art um, Lakers and the Warriors nodded at one game apiece. And the Lakers did take one game in San Francisco. Now they come back on Saturday and for game three at uh, the crypto place. And uh, Laura, how's that series going to end up? Um, I, I think I think Lakers are going to take it in seven. That's my prediction. So they're going to um, take it in San Francisco. I think they are. Yeah. Um, well, I hope Davis I think- shows up. I really do. Because when Davis plays great, the Lakers are one of the best teams in the league. When he does not play great, they're just an average basketball team. I agree. I agree with you 100%. Um, I don't think that the Warriors can defend Davis when he's playing at his best. They just have, so, they have no defense for him. So you guys, I heard. Green will fall out. Draymond Green will fall or get, my, or get kicked out. <laughs> my buddy in Vegas says there's a guy in Vegas that took Kansas City Chiefs all prior to the season. He took uh, the uh, five different bets that he's already won. The University of Connecticut, the whole shot. Now, if if the if the Warriors win the title, he wins two hundred dollars. Wins two hundred three hundred thousand dollars. Now in Vegas, they have this deal where he could take thirty thousand right now. And take okay, it. and take and take it. What would what would you guys do in that situation, knowing that you're two hundred dollars? Is already worth I take 300. It. I would take, I take it too. It. That's what I was thinking. And, and they're, they're, they, you know, it was a very interesting proposition because I'll tell you what, you know, you look at it, they still have, you know, the, the, the Western Conference finals are to, to go through and then the NBA finals. There's a lot of things that can happen. And, and one of my theories at betting is when you do parlays, I mean, the reason that that two hundred dollars pays three hundred thousand dollars is it's like outlandishly the odds. And if you and, and the other another guy said something very funny. He goes, "Well, what if he did this? What if he, you know, hoped that they get to the finals and then he bet a hundred thousand on whoever it was, the Celtics or the Sixers or somebody like that, and that way he could guarantee him that he'd have a hundred thousand at least." At two hundred thousand, if his parlay hit, but isn't that a bizarre circumstance? Bizarre. Speaking I, of gambling, I, I, I disagree with uh, Laura. I think the Warriors are going to win the series. Um, I think they have too many ways to score, and the and the real reason, I've said this from the start, Davis or LeBron will get hurt somewhere <laughs> along the line where they can't play or can't play the entire game or something like that. And you They'll know, have you their know, friends. A couple of months ago, when they were being completely overlooked, they were like 24 and 26. Everybody kind of wrote them off. And I said, wait a minute. They're still the defending National Basketball Association champions. And until you defeat the champions, you know, but I'm pulling for the Lakers. I'm an old Laker fan for years. I mean, I'm not a LeBron James fan. But I love Hashimoto. I love I love the young guys they have on that team. That's going to be the key to this series. If they can get guys like Bailey, who hasn't even played yet, get them in the game. You know, let these young kids help out. Take a little pressure off the two. But the general, points. but the general manager doesn't want you to do that. 
LeBron. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we You're go, right. if I see if I if LeBron would just stop shooting threes every time he comes down the floor, I think they have a chance. You know, and I say Curry yeah. keeps shooting threes. <laughs> All right, before we before we go, you put LeBron and Curry versus Magic and Bird. As as far as the NBA is concerned, like two out two. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about as players. I'm talking about what they've meant. Is there is there that kind of competition where you got LeBron on one side and Curry, and then you had Bird versus Magic, where the racial issue, of course, came into play. Laurie, you have any thoughts about Curry and LeBron versus the other two? Well, I think Curry, Curry and LeBron are a lot more friendlier than Magic and Bird were. But you know what? I, I was I was at the Michael Jordan uh, United Negro College Telephone Telephone tur- Golf Tournament, and Magic and Larry Bird were actually very very good friends. I mean, they I were, was I was when they were playing against. Oh, them. not when they were playing. That was a different <laughs> right. era. See, that's right. what I mean. They were competitors to the night to the you know top degree. But yes, I. You know, and, and I, I will tell you one thing, you guys, you know, they talk about the greatest of all time. And what really bothers me, two people always get three people get left out of that discussion. Elgin Baylor, Will Chamberlain and Kobe Bryant. And I've always said, you know, they always talk about Michael Jordan. And they talk about, you know, Bill Russell and Bill Russell was incredible, as, as we all know. I mean, how many champions did he have in college and championships did he have in college and in pro basketball? But I always wonder did, did Kobe dying at a young age, did that, did that do some things to kind of take him out of the, the focus of this, you know, greatest of all time category? I don't, I don't, I, I always hear Kobe. Maybe I'm a big Kobe fan. So maybe I, maybe I more I'm, in LA I'm you guys it. too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, I always fair. hear Kobe being part of that discussion, but I think you're right about Elgin Baylor, but I think there's always, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think the three point shot is ruined basketball. <laughs> I really do. agree with you. I, I mean, I, I hate that. I hate you watch Denver. I mean, that's all they do. That's Murray, all they do. Murray, Murray. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I interviewed John Wooden twice. Boring. And uh, I said to him, so what do you think about the new rules? And he was at that point, it was a 35 second clock in college basketball. And then the three point shot, he was totally in favor of the 35 second shot. He said, uh, that's fine, but I can't. Basically, he said, I can't stand the three-point shot. The object of basketball is to get the best shot you can, not the worst shot you can. And the other thing, Fred, the other thing is, Fred, when they allowed the NBA to play zone defense. Yeah. I think that changed the game again. Well, that's what happened last. That's what happened with the Warriors-Laker game because the Warriors played zone defense and the Lakers, they, they don't have such great outside shooters. That's exactly right. You know, including LeBron. And I'll tell you what, Steve Kerr made some incredible adjustments along he the did. way. He did, but that I was really the biggest. Did. So yeah. Laura and Art, biggest. Laura and Art are on the wrong side. They've got the <laughs> Lakers. Fred is on the right side, and I've heard from Mark Mancini in my headset. You want to wager some money on it, Fred? <laughs> Mark Mancini <laughs> indicates. talking about gambling all day. <laughs> Mark Mancini indicates he likes the Lakers. So him being the worst. Oh, now we're worst in trouble, Laura. <laughs> Uh, they got oh, no we're, shot. Trouble, we're in big trouble, kiddo. <laughs> they got no shot. 
<laughs> All right, for Mario, for Laura, for Art, for you, more of Believe Sports Business Sports Media pod clips around the dial, around uh, the week, right here across America. Thank you, everybody, and goodbye.